sound there of the congregation from the... The sound there of the congregation of the Church of St. Littlebodies, where today... And Isaiah said unto the Pharisees, Would some power the gifty gears to see ourselves as others see us? (laughs) Isaiah chapter 67, verse 14. And he blessed them, and peace reigned over the land of Judea. Amen. Over to you, Mike. Well, thanks very much, Mike. Reverend Mike, I should say. We'll hear from you again a little later on. But right now it's time to get the fun rolling with another edition of our Sunday show, God Alone Knows. Yes, thank you. That's the sound of Nigel Pry there on the organ. Seems to be getting better. Yes, a very good Sunday morning to you all. All the usual hymns, prayers and dedications and the lines to God will be open for the next half hour. So give it a <laughs> Yep, that's the number to ring if you want to... That's the number to... That's the number to ring if you want to... Get through. And today's show is... As always, presented by the Right Reverend, Reverend Wright. Over to you, Rev. Thank you, Mike. Lots of fun, as always, and one or two religious bits, but not too many, honestly, so please don't turn off. (laughs) A few reflections on the nature of faith, uh, the working of miracles, and how best to prepare your Sunday roast. And uh, with me helping me to host the show, as it were, (laughs) you see, we do have a sense of humour, are several of the radioactive jocks. Uh, We've got fashion, a look at what priests wear under their cassocks. We'll show you how to lose weight without losing your face, and we look at the relative benefits of the Cambridge diet and Luther's diet of worms. Yes, indeed, so don't turn off, kids. (laughs) Well, uh, as always, we like to start God Alone Knows off with a suitable piece of music, and I've had a charming letter from Betty Hope in Bath, who has asked for a hymn that her dear old mother used to sing all the time, even after she was bedridden. (laughs) Well, it's a lovely hymn, Mrs. Hope, but I'm afraid it's hardly suitable for a modern religious show like this one, so here instead for you is the fabulous sound of Felicity Trod on the Cat. Just another ordinary band Just as bland as Duran, Duran or Wham But we've got something special Something special that keeps them coming back I wear it on my head And it's small and round and black. Yeah. The curious bob I wear on top is the second biggest misfit in pop. With my double barrel name, I sound like I'm in Manson. But that back to front black hat makes me look like Frank Spencer. Why do I wear that hat? Curiosity killed the cat. I take my hat off sometimes. I don't wear it in bed, but now my cat is dead. I can wear tittles on my head. 
Super pop music there, getting the show off to a jolly nice start. Well, we can now rejoin the Reverend Michael Dunkley for this morning's service as we go over once again to Stamford Chumley and the charmingly peaceful church of St. Little Bodies. Hot dogs! Get your radioactive yeah, t-shirts! Here we go! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, all right, settle down. Yes, all right. Come on, come on. Here we go. Will you please all be quiet and be seated? Thank you. Welcome again to the Church of St. Little Bodies. <coughs> Firstly, let me say how splendid it is to see such a good attendance today, an attendance that I'm sure has nothing to do with the fact that a radio station is broadcasting the service. Hello, Mum! <laughs> I'll say hello to someone. No, you can't. <laughs> to start by saying that in our service today, God will be speaking to us here. Will we hear him? Probably not if we're wearing Sonny Walkmans like the two girls in the front row. Will you take them off, please? Thank you. Well, since most of you seem to be here for the singing, let us move on to the first of today's hymns, For Those in Peril on the Sea. (coughs) (coughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you, Mrs. Oakenshaw. Rita Oakenshaw, available for private parties and bar mitzvahs, organs of speciality. Yes, thank you, Mrs. Oakenshaw. Well, never mind. I'm afraid that today's act of worship has been ruined by the shameful desire of everyone here to show off on the radio. I have no choice but to abandon the service and ask you all to leave. But before you go, I'd like, if I may, to do a few impersonations. Mrs. Oakenshaw! Yesterday, in the charming village of Stamford Chumley, several of our radioactive disc jockeys helped some of the locals organise their church fate. And, as you might expect, we now have a few apologies to make. Uh, Firstly, apologies to Mrs Burnett, who made her way, following Nigel Pryor's road signs, from her home in Suffolk to the jumble sale in Sussex, via North Wales and parts of the Scottish Lowlands. And apologies to a Mr Chisholm, the winner of our Guess the Weight of the Cake competition. Uh, the cake he won had, as he suspected, been made by Nigel Pry, who, somewhat rashly in retrospect, chose to decorate the cake with ball bearings for added weight. <laughs> Our apologies go to the Chisholm family for the stomach disorders and to the family cat, sadly, shot in his sleep when Mr Chisholm broke wind. Get down and boogie Have fun tonight with the very, very reverend Oh, so very reverend We're talking reverend Hell's teeth is reverend Right, reverend, right Lovely, lovely Well, uh, with us as a special guest this morning is someone you probably best know as the lead guitarist of Trouser Experience (laughs) Scabby Danger Yeah, good morning Good morning, Scabby I expect it's rather early for you to get up No, I haven't been to bed yet (laughs) Well, now many people think of Scabby as as something of a wild man of rock He's famous, for instance, for sleeping with hundreds of underage girls and taking over 175 types of illegal narcotics but he's also a man of God yeah, that's right, yeah. So, uh, Scabby, do you go to church? Well, 
No, I don't believe in organised religion as such, but I have my own way of praying. And what's that? Uh, lying under a table with a bottle of special brew. <laughs> and, of course, that's just as valid as any other way, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me, do you think that in some way through the drugs you came to meet God? No. Through the drugs I came to meet a giant cocktail onion called Samantha. <laughs> an officer from the Metropolitan Drug Squad called Kevin. You've always had your religion to fall back on, haven't you? Well, I've always had the floor to fall back on. <laughs> you know, God, he's, uh, he's there behind me as well. He's yeah. there behind you on the floor, cushioning the fall, isn't he? Ready to say, ouch, that hurt a bit, but fall on me any time, Scabby. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Scabby has come along today because he's uh, just composed a beautiful new work, and we can just hear an extract from that now. Mm. That's lovely, isn't it? Everybody's singing, all the bells are ringing, everybody's swinging to the show. Well, as well as the church fate, all the radioactive jockey men have been helping uh, the people of Stamford Chumley in raising money for the Steeple Fund. And as a result, in particular of Martin Brown's efforts, they are now apparently also launching a nave fund and new window fund. <laughs> and uh, right now, I believe we can go over and join Martin. Um, yes, indeed. Um, I am indeed here in the parish church of Stamford Chumley, and with me is the warden of the church, Mr. Clifford Halliwell. Hello. 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 <laughs> now, um, this is um, this is not a new church, is it? No. No, no. Is it? Is it eighteenth um, century, Clifford? Uh, no, it's Norman, in fact. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, is it eighteenth century, Norman? <laughs> church is Norman. Oh, I'm sorry. So, um, Clifford, um, how, how did you come to call the church Norman? I, I didn't call the church Norman. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no silly me. Oh, yes. No, um, it, it was probably called Norman hundreds of years ago. <laughs> Possibly by the Normans. Who knows? This is the church of St. Littlebodies. St. Littlebodies, yes. 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 Norman little bodies, yes. <laughs> Sounds rather like a circus midget, doesn't it? <laughs> That's enough about churches, I think. Now, Clifford, you're the warden here, yes? Yes. Yes, and um, how, how many animals do you have to look after? <laughs> I'm a church warden. Yes. Not a game warden. No, obviously, no, but um, how many animals do you have to look after? <laughs> After any animal. No, but um, could, could you say that you do? Why? <laughs> uh, otherwise, I can't link into the song I've chosen to sing, and um, I'll have to ask you more about the churches. Yes, all right, yes, I'll look after animals. Oh, and of course, of course, you talk to them, don't you? No. Yes. Yes, whatever, just don't let's go through all that bit again about the Normans again. Oh, yes. Well, I wish I could talk to the animals like you do, Clifford. Oh, and you know that leads me nicely into the song, which I'm going to sing now, especially for Clifford. If I could talk to the animals. If I could talk to the animals. Oh, what fun we'd have talking to the hamsters and monkeys. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Lovely. I've not heard that hymn before. Well, one of the hymns that we sing most often here on God Alone Knows is the ever-popular Oh, Drop Kick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts of Life. And uh, with the football season well underway, it seems particularly appropriate that we should consider the world as a football pitch, Jesus as a centre-forward, and ourselves as his ball. Because whenever we're in the thick of things, whenever we're battling away in the goal mouth of life, what we're really waiting for is Jesus to thwack us round the head with a size 10 football boot and send us hurtling towards an eight-foot steel crossbar. Aren't we? Of course, a lot of people say, Vicar, life's nothing like a football match. You're a doddery old windbag who doesn't know what he's talking about, and you should have retired years ago. But they're the doubters. They're the non-believers. I'm reminded of the story of the fisherman and the goat. <laughs> Very funny story. Quite unsuitable for a programme like this. Anyway, uh, that's all from me. Let's go over now and join one of the radioactive uh, jockey people. Well, we've heard quite a bit recently about the controversial American evangelist Jim Phibbs, who launched a television appeal uh, called Give Me Five Million Dollars by Tuesday or I'll Get God to Give You a Family Bubonic Play. <laughs> and last week he was found in flagrante with a 20-year-old model whom he claimed he was interviewing for a possible position as a missionary. <laughs> which was at least partially believed. <laughs> this is Mike Flex welcoming you to another one of my master quizzes. Mike Flex presents his master quiz. Yes, welcome once again to our regular Sunday morning quiz, which I'm sure you know by now is called A Question of God. A Question of God! That's right. Each team consists of two sportsmen with a religious expert as captain, and captaining Team A is the Bishop of Burnley, an expert on St. Paul, and captaining Team F is an expert on the Reformation and the moderator of the Church of the Friends of the Brother of the Second Cousin, twice removed, Graham Henderson. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Okay, Bishop, home or away? Home, please. Home, right. Your home subject, of course, is St. Paul. St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians is one of the most important statements of Christian ethics. How much was the postage? <laughs> No, I'm afraid I can't accept that. Your answer, in fact, exactly the same as my question. <laughs> so over to Team F, everything to play for. Moderator, home or away? I'd like to go home, please. Uh, no, would you like a question on your specialised subject, the Reformation or on pop music? Uh, the Reformation. Hmm, surprising, never mind. In 1435, King Henry VIII broke away from the church in Rome. Yes. Who recorded I'm Henry VIII, I am? <laughs> Idea. No, it was in fact Joe Brown. Joe Brown and the Brothers, of course. Now, I can give you a bonus. It could win you the competition. What did he do more than once? Well, it's not really a religious question, but I know it anyway. The answer is married. He married six times. No, he repeated the words, I am, in the second line of the song. <laughs> I am, I am, sir. There you see, very bad luck. That's the end of the quiz. Nil, nil. As always, see you again next week for A Question of God when the Bishop of Liverpool and the Chief Rabbi will be joined by Emily Hughes and Frank Bruno. Reverend, what does Sunday mean to you? 
You know, that's a question that I'm asked barely ever. And so I'd like to discuss it with you now. Because Sunday means different things to different people, doesn't it? To some, it means roast lamb and the observer. To others, it means a day of the week that falls between Saturday and Monday. And to those who speak Hungarian, it means liquid gumption. <laughs> For me, of course, it's roast lamb and the observer every time. And if not the observer, then mint sauce. But that's all... Well, we'll just leave the Reverend telling us what uh, Sunday means to him for a minute because it's a chance to hear the radioactive rep. In fact, it's more than a chance, it's a positive risk. Here they are with a special production with a religious flavour, Murder Up the Rectory. Isn't it looking lovely? Yes, look at those flowers. Blooming dahlias, aren't they? Look at those flowers blooming. Dahlias, aren't they? That's right. Wait a minute. I can hear a car. Yes. Oh, look, it's revolting. It's Reverend Holting. Yes. Hello, everyone. You seem down in the dumps, Reverend. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> What's the problem, Reverend? Call me James. Right. Please. You are James. <laughs> Right you are, James. <laughs> well, it appears a young man was stabbed three times in the rectory. In the rectory gardens. Sometime between the hours of nine o'clock and low. <laughs> and ten. No, I'm afraid you must be mistaken. But according to the rector, Reginald, you left at around Lotolo. <laughs> at around ten to ten. Yes. Yes. Well, maybe I did now you mention it. Good Lord, is that the time I'd better be going? Reginald, come back! Yes, what is it? <laughs> This is Detective Sergeant Butcher. That's right, I am. Are you Reginald Gormley? Yes, I'm an inspector. I am inspector. <laughs> I suggest you come with me, young man. Very... With, with me, young man. Very, very well. But before I go... <laughs> I'd just like to inform you that I've just swallowed poison and will be dead within two... Oh, minutes. Twenty minutes. Oh, no, Reggie. How could you? There won't be any need for those handcuffs, Inspector. Um, there's no point in handcuffing a dying man. That was Murder Up the Repertory, a radioactive rectory production. You can swap that round in the editing, can't you? Hello, Apple. Hello, Pastry. 
You know, I think we go really well together, Apple. So do I, Pastry. <laughs> In fact, I think we go so well together, Apple. Yes, Pastry. That I think we should have some rampant sex together in an unusual <laughs> position, Apple. Righto, Pastry. Oh, right. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. new Ow. Apple turnovers. Available now from Mr. Coupling. Now on Cortell, The Hymn Parade, the first ever compilation album of hymns you can boogie to. <laughs> Twenty great hymns for you to savour, or should it be saviour? Yes, you'll praise him when he buys you the hymn parade. It's some record. The hymn parade. Now that's what I call tacky. Welcome back to the big sound of God Alone Knows. Well, we're all having a splendid time this morning, as usual, but for the moment, let's briefly return to the boring old subject of religion. Some items about underwear coming up soon, honest kids. Now, there are thousands of different religions in the world, you know, but the wonderful thing is that when you look closely at them, they're all basically the same. And with me now is the Reverend Terence Bland. Hello. 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 <laughs> Who is from the Church of the Mildly Ecclesiastical. And... <laughs> Also joining us is Afshin Khalid, who is an Islamic fundamentalist from the Shiite Muslim militia. Don't for the worst! I reject your customs and I spit on your decadent clothing! <laughs> and hello to you. <laughs> now, Afshin, what is the fundamental platform of your beliefs? We believe in the total overthrow of Western values and the worldwide domination of Islam. The Reverend Bland? Well, our beliefs are very similar, really. Uh, we believe in spreading the word of God and holding jumble sales. <laughs> for Martin Brown's Guess the Weight of the Church font competition, which didn't go down too well with the church elders. Perhaps it would have been better if he hadn't chosen something that was cemented to the floor and required a mechanical digger to get it out of the church. Anyway, he's still down in Stamford Chumley, and we can rejoin him now. There are many buildings of interest around churches. The vicarage, where the vicar lives, the rectory, where the rector lives, and the manse, where... Where a man lives. <laughs> Who has something to do with churches. What is the hottest show in town? God alone knows. God alone knows. What you do, listen to it. You're feeling down. God alone knows. God alone knows. What is a Sunday, not a Sunday without. God alone knows. God alone knows. What is the universal life all about? God alone knows.
Welcome back, kids. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. You know, it's all very easy, isn't it, to say that religion is an esoteric ecclesiastic anachronism. But... <laughs> but really, it's not that simple. I don't think we should forget that, because it's too easy to forget, isn't it? We go to church each week and pray, but we must never forget what it is we're saying in our... in our... Uh, in our growth. So, what does religion mean? I don't know how many of you have asked yourself this question, because I'm not a mind reader, so there's no way I could possibly know, is there? But if you do look it up, you'll find the word religion is derived from the old English word religion, meaning religion. And I think that very neatly sums it up. Now you don't go out Sunday morning. You got to heed the reverend's warning. He say you got to listen to your radio. And what the reason is, God alone knows. Well, Radio Act is really entering into the spirit of things. Some might even say the holy spirit of things. <laughs> but not me. And to, uh, to show how seriously we're taking it, we've commissioned a new adaptation of the New English Bible. And the person, Sir Norman, our chairman, chose to tackle this enormous task was the only person who volunteered for a modest 90% of the profits, none other than Honest Ron. Honest Ron, Honest Ron, the others are a con. <laughs> Hello. Now, Ron, some reviewers have criticised the new translation for straying too far from the original text. Yeah, they have, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. One cites as an example, um, and Jesus said... One of you shall betray me. Mm -hmm. And they all shifted nervously in their seats and cried, Not me, Jesus, old son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Son of God, you see. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, uh, clever, how it? about your description of the nativity? Yeah. And there were nearby shepherds watching their flocks by night. Yeah. And an angel did appear unto them, saying, Glory to God in heaven, and on earth peace to all men. And the shepherds were frankly gobstruck. <laughs> Didn't know what to do, poor things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they must have been, mustn't mm. they, eh? I mean, they well, may have been considerably surprised, but uh, whether or not they were gobstruck is rather less. Uh, well, you know, like, it brings it to life more, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah, well, maybe I do think uh, you've gone rather too far with some of your Old Testament translations. Uh, oh, yeah. And the Lord said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God, you can see it for bloody, bloody miles. <laughs> That's just to grab people's attention at the start, you mm. see. But right? what about your version of the Ten Commandments, then? Oh, yeah, yeah, what's wrong? Thou shalt not nick. Yeah. Thou shalt not knock off. In, in either, either sense, sense of the, the word. word yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt keep Sundays free. Thou shalt not be Buddhists or any of that weird stuff. Yeah. Thou shalt not say, oh, hell, oh, Lord, for God's sake and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Thou shalt not listen to the Beastie Boys, <laughs> and thou shalt not support Arsenal. <laughs> well, as always on God Alone Knows, we're going to finish up by reading your lovely letters, so once again it's a chance for us to dip into our post bag. Arnold Forrester of Guildford has a timely reminder of one of the pillars of Christian wisdom. Dear Reverend Wright, God is love, says the Bible. And he goes on... People who don't realise this deserve to be electrocuted and buried in unconsecrated ground. <laughs> Uh, thank you for all your kind letters, and see you all again, when? Well, God alone knows. Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Geoffrey Perkins, Philip Pope, and Michael Fenton-Stevens. Song by Philip Pope and Michael Fenton-Stevens. The programme was written by Angus Deaton and Geoffrey Perkins. The producer was David Tyler. 
And now on Radioactive, the first part of Nigel Pry's new language course, Buongiorno Deutschland. <laughs> Bavarian Spanish for beginners, as spoken in the foothills of the Côte d'Azur. This week, Nigel concentrates on the verb post office, <laughs> as well as declining the adjective sofa and conjugating coffee stains on a tablecloth. 